Social Media Serenity, podcast episode number 107. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. everybody and welcome back to another episode of social media serenity my name is cliff ravenscraft and i'm eric fisher we're here each and every week to talk about social media things like twitter facebook linkedin spotify and having a good feeling i do you know what eric i'm I'm gonna i'm gonna do this check this out Oh wait! It's hold on, hold on. Let me, oh man, you talking about bad? Seriously, come on. You know, sometimes Eric. Yes. I feel like this when I wake up in the morning. Oh, sometimes I get a good feeling. Yeah. I get a feeling that I never, 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 never had before. No, no, I get a good feeling. Okay, that's about as much as I'm gonna do. Yep. But have you ever just woke up and had a good feeling? I have. That's awesome. By the way, if anybody's interested, you can go buy that song right now. It's by Flow Space Rida. And it's called Good Feeling. It's awesome. Go buy it now. Listen to it over and over and over again and be energized and let it start your day and you'll just be like, Woo! Yeah. <laughs> anyway. So, so um, Eric and I, were, we had a little bit of a pre-show discussion today, but uh, I think out of anything that we shared, the only thing that I would probably feel comfortable bringing into social media serenity is that Spotify is awesome. Yeah. Well, let's, let's talk about this. That song you posted, uh, let's see here. You, I'm going to Facebook. You're going to Facebook. I'll go to Twitter since that's where I, it originated. You, let's see who gets there first. Do, 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 do. And I already have it. That's because I typed in GSPN. <laughs> <laughs> you typed in GSPN when you I went did. to Facebook? I went Facebook.com slash GSPN instead of Cliff Ravenscraft for some reason. <laughs> I guess you've just branded that so well. That's so funny. Let's see here. It was yesterday. It was 22 hours ago. Yes. Uh, I'm jamming to this song on Spotify right now as I work. And then there's a little link. So I clicked on it and it opened up. Uh, I've got a good feeling by Flo Rida and it opened up Spotify and instantly started playing. So, instantly. and I was like, oh, this is a interesting and then grew on me. Good song. So I went back and I wrote, I love Spotify works so well that all I had to do was click that link and it opened my Spotify and I'm listening to it while you are. So, yes. And so, so here's the deal. You know, had you ever listened to a flow ride a song before? Not on purpose. <laughs> but but this song is is amazingly addictive and it's and it's actually a very decent song. I mean, it's like it wasn't cuz explain to me what you what you said before in the pre-show kind of about how how you thought about this uh rap stuff. Okay. Well, here's the deal. I had heard Flo Rida on Conan O'Brien or I'd seen him there or they were, they were doing the intro and they're like, you know, Flo Rida. And I, I didn't have the sound up. So I looked at the name of the guy and I'm like, who's Florida? Who's this Florida guy? <laughs> I was like, Oh, so he came on and he was rapping. I'm like, yeah, that's not my style. 
So then when I saw and clicked that thing link yesterday and Spotify opened and I saw it was Flow Rida, I'm like, is that one of the Spotify ads? And then I'm like, no. But it was cool because it was starting off like a, a Moby type sample. And I'm not sure if it is or not, but where it's a sample and it's singing and it's, you know, soul singing. And then it, he raps in there and, but it's nothing negative and it's nothing, you know, anyway, it's all upbeat. That's good. And, and, and it has this, me. it has this really awesome eight bit, like little solo. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I missed it. Hold on. Here it is. And if you don't have headphones on, you're really messing out. That's like the uh, Tron soundtrack. Yes. The newer Tron movie. It's so awesome. Anyway. So so anyway. So Spotify rocks. Sharing a song has never been this easy. And I went and bought the song because I want to throw it on my iPod shuffle when I'm working out. And, and so explain this to me. I mean, wait a second. You're telling me, Eric, that you have Spotify <laughs> and I shared this track with you. You can easily add it to your playlist and listen to it whenever you want for free. Yep. But you bought it? I bought it because I like it that much and I want to be able to throw it into stuff on the go, which I know you can do with like the iPhone app or the other apps, right. but... But you have the free version of Spotify. Yes. But and and so in fact, the fact that you have the free version of Spotify, which means that you know, because it's you have the free version, you can't really put the songs on your iPhone, which you own, by the way. Right. Um, and because because of the fact that you don't have the paid premium version, it caused you to actually purchase the song. Whereas if you were a paid premium subscriber, you would have not made the purchase. You would have just listened to it for free because you could put it on your iPhone anytime you want. Exactly. It wouldn't it wouldn't have come up into the playlist with all my other workout stuff, really. Right. So, yep. Very cool. Well, I just want to say, um, I, I think the record industry making deals with Spotify, um, this was a good move in the right direction on their part because I, I am falling in love with music again since, since we got Spotify. And, uh, I, I mean, I was listening to music, uh, mostly what I was listening to was Pandora and only two stations really. Uh, and the music, of course, because you're only listening to stations, you only got like, what, 40 or 60 songs that you hear over and over again. Right. And it's like eventually I was getting boring. And then I have the three Twilight movie soundtracks, which, by the way, are all three totally awesome. Even if you think the the story and the movies are super cheesy, the the soundtracks to the three movies, I love them. They are awesome. But outside of those, the outside of the three soundtracks to Twilight, the the twilight saga movies that are out there um those soundtracks and two stations on pandora that was the that was the limit of my music and now with spotify you know i'm out here you know listening to all kinds of wonderful stuff like this oh well not that one hold on crud i wanted to my my timing is totally off here you go (laughs) 
So if it wasn't for Spotify, I would have never heard of this song before. And same here. And you would have never bought that song. Nope. And you know what? By golly, I'm going to iTunes right now and I'm going to buy it just on principle. There you go. You know, I I, I am. It, it is it is worth that much to me because obviously I listen to it over and over again. And just in case I ever decide that I no longer want to pay for Spotify or heaven forbid, you know, my daughter or my son or my wife want to play. And I only mentioned my daughter singular because McKenna doesn't yet have Spotify on her iPod touch, although uh. she wants it desperately. <laughs> um, let's see here. Uh, what is it called? It's called Good Feeling is the name of the song. Hold on. I'm typing this up. Flow. And I'm just going to put in flow. Uh, and it's $1.29. I'm clicking here. And then I'm going to do one, two. Oh, there we go. Typing that in. And I just purchased it. And it's downloading now. But the thing is, is there's often times when... Um, there's often times when I want to play songs. And, and the other folks in my family are playing Spotify and I can't listen to it and it cuts and you cannot cut off good feeling in the middle and still have a good feeling. Right. <laughs> it's like <laughs> I had a good feeling. It, it, it's no longer, I, I've got a good feeling. It's well, it's sometimes I have a good feeling. Yeah. Like it says, <laughs> yes, sometimes. And, so, and this isn't it because you cut off my song and you know what? I'm putting in this into my, uh, my twilight mix because I have a twilight soundtrack that is just totally awesome. Well, I have it here. See, here's the great thing is I have it now in my iTunes, but I also have it starred in my uh, Spotify. So now anybody who wants to know right, right where to go to go play that, you can go to my profile and go to my starred stuff, and it's right there. Awesome. And this is from my iTunes now. All right, that's good. Well, here, let, let's wrap the Spotify up yes. by saying... If you feel inclined to purchase that song after you play it a million times on Spotify, let us know. Yeah, we, but that, also that would be good to know. I have some more uh, Spotify invites. So if anybody out there who's a Facebook friend, or even if you're not, go friend me on Facebook. Uh, it's Facebook.com/slash erik letter j f i s h e r, and I can send you invites through Facebook. There you go. And the very first song you can add is Good Feeling by Flo Rida. Yes. <laughs> That's awesome. I love it. Hey, uh, before we leave the Spotify thing, because sure. this, this is very much social media still. And I want to go in here and tell you that I subscribe to Andy and Nako's one song playlist. Have you heard about this? I did hear about that, and I'm glad you reminded me while Spotify was open so I can find it. Yeah, it's very hard to find, by the way. Okay. In, in fact, I search, and I know how to spell Inako, I-H-N-A-T-K-O, all right? But um, I think maybe if you type in, I think it's because it, it's got an apostrophe S. So let's do I-H-N-A-T-K-O apostrophe S. Oh, great. I couldn't even spell. I N A. Oh, no, it's I-H-N-A-T-K-O apostrophe S. Yeah, it, it doesn't pull up. So this is how I found it. I went in, I, I did a Google search for Andy and not go Spotify. And then it took me to a link to his uh, Spotify playlist. Are you still there? Yes. Okay. So um, anyway, 
here and and by the way um yeah let, let me let's explain this so so how did you hear about Indianakos playlist i heard him explain it i forget which show it was i think it was maybe mac break weekly yes where he talked about having sent out a, a an ask I think it's a genius idea where he he sent out, don't give me an album or, you know, what music or give me one song. If if you could only and he did it on Google Plus. Yeah, he did it on Google. If you could only recommend a single song, just one song from your collection. What's that one song? And he got hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of responses where people only submitted one song. And what 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 one uh, listener to the or one of his Google Plus followers and a listener to MacBreak Weekly as well did was said, you know what? I'm going to take all of these songs and I'm going to create a pl- a playlist. It's 161 tracks, which is 12 hours worth of music of people's favorite music. How cool is yeah. that? That's it's awesome. And it's a genius. I mean, seriously, to get people to just give you like their favorite song or like the one they're listening to the most right now. I mean, that is what makes a great playlist, not somebody giving you, you know, hey, check out this album or check out this artist. But to get a specific song. Yeah, that could be the cream of the crop from that artist or from that album. That's beautiful. It, it is amazing. And there so. are 633 subscribers to this playlist. So I'm able to subscribe. I'm able to just click subscribe and it adds it as one of my playlists. Now, the thing is, is honestly, there's a lot of songs in there that I would just have. I have zero interest in. But right. you know what? Out of 161 songs, I plan on one day when I'm just like, you know what? I, I need some new music and I'll just go through the list and um, and and just, you know, see if there's anything that speaks, you know, jumps out at me that. I really want to hear, oh, it's like, oh, yeah, I know this song, or I love this song, or I've never heard this, but, man, this is a good one, and I'll add them to other playlists, you know, like, I, I couldn't believe it, it's like, all of a sudden, I had forgotten all about this song right here. Do you know what it is? Oh, I know it. Something, something, all on a Saturday night. Close Saturday, is? Saturday in the Park by Chicago, and since I'm going to Chicago at the end of this month, it's appropriate. Now, how many people do you think just went and purchased that song or added it to their stuff? <laughs> <laughs> See, this is how music works, and I, I just don't understand why you know you can't play you know 30 seconds without getting in trouble. You know, it just doesn't make sense. But anyway. I'm, I've already pushed the limits way beyond limits that are there. So I, I, I'm going to write you an email. Yeah, please write me an email. <laughs> Actually, please don't, you know, okay. don't seriously. I've got, I've got enough emails about copyright issues. So, um, yeah, but anyway, Spotify is awesome and it's, it's helped me to fall in love with music again so much so that I'm actually thinking about investing in some pretty good, decent, high quality studio speaker system here for the for the office nice that's that's a worthwhile purchase i I think so because right i mean i have 
You know, not those, that the rest of your house won't hear it when you're playing. Oh, no, no, no. I mean, th- th- there's a lot of times when nobody else is here. So, I mean, that's okay. It, it would only get used that at that level. But but there's something about like the other day, because I have I have one of those computer speaker systems that has the big sw- subwoofer down on the floor. And it's, it's a pretty decent size. But these are I mean, it's I think it's still Logitech. So, I mean, it's um or actually, no, it's called uh, Acoustic Authority. So I, I spent like. 55 bucks on it but it's got two it's got two cheesy speakers and then it's got a subwoofer on the floor but i mean it does okay but um i turned up i I was listening to some of the music and even some songs that i hear over and over again when you turn it up and you hear the bass and you hear the music and and it kind of just you hear different tone tones and and a rasp in somebody's voice and stuff like it's like man that is good it's like wow, I I I am. Spotify has called caused me to to rediscover a love that I haven't had for music in years, and um, I'm temp I'm tempted to uh go out and I remember when I was a, a teenager. Did you ever do this, Eric, where you went out and got the big subwoofers for the for the trunk of your car? <laughs> no, that was that I didn't have a car that could handle that. <laughs> you didn't have to i mean literally there there i i had a car where the, you pretty much the uh the trunk almost fell off because of the the base in it but uh you know i'm thinking about you know retrofitting some you know some speaker some subwoofers in the back of the uh <laughs> the back of my toyota avalon <laughs> maybe i might even tint my windows Oh geez. I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm totally kidding. But I'm not kidding about getting a, a speaker system for, for my studio and also um, replacing uh, a, a speaker that's in, in the car. Just to, just saying. All right. my, my family loves music and, and I just never really got it. It's like I, I've kind of just like thought, eh, if I'm going to, if I've got time to listen to something, I'm just going to, uh, I'm just going to listen to uh, audio books or podcasts and stuff like that. But I, I, I'm, 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 I'm finding value in music once again, thanks to Spotify and thanks to really the, the social connections that are there. And that's my tie into social media serenity. Oh yeah. Music's very social. Yes, it is. All right. So what else do we got going on in the world of social media today? So, well, that, that was my good feeling stuff. <laughs> I, I have a good feeling when people see the stuff that I publish to social networks, but apparently there's the possibility that if you're using other services to publish to Facebook, it's not going to be sh- seen as well in the newsfeed as publishing straight to Facebook by Facebook in and of itself. You know, I heard a story about this, that there might be some kind of controversy that Facebook is is kind of saying, you know what, if you're posting somewhere else, eh, we're going to treat it differently than if you started with us. Yeah, it's like they have a, a biased algorithm or something. Hmm. So what's great about it is, is that the story, you sent this to me through email, and so I still have the, the original story, but the story has been now been edited. Oh. There's an update. If you go to the very bottom, if you were to go to the, the website now, to this Facebook fail posting via other apps can cut likes and comments by 88% study. And you go to the bottom, it says update an earlier version of the Edrank checker post and of this article broke out figures for two third party content management apps, Hootsuite and TweetDeck. After being contacted by at least one of those services, 
Edge Rank Checker has removed all mention of either of them. We've reached out to the author of the post for further explanation. Okay. So what does this so, mean? Well, it, it, to go back into the story again, um, the people at Applum, uh, creators of an edge rank checker, they wanted to see if posting to Facebook via third-party apps made any difference on how engaged your fans were or if it affected, in other words, does Facebook's algorithm discriminate against content management apps? Okay. So... And that's a very good question, and, and, because if you want to schedule any kind of post, including the one we're looking forward to, Buffer app, to, yeah. you know, to schedule something to post to Facebook, because who really wants to sit and wait to the optimal time and then post it right then and there if you're busy? Right. I mean, this, this is my day job. I can't do that. But anyway, um, so anyway, they came up with results. Okay. And and so the, the, now you said two different things, and I just want to say they're they're cl- they're clearly different uh, in my mind. They so the question is, did they want to see if the algorithm was discriminating as far as what gets posted, or were they want or was or were they researching to find out what gets more engagement? Do you get more engagement if it comes from Facebook? Because Getting more engagement if it comes from Facebook doesn't necessarily mean that it, you're not getting more stuff. So, in my okay, so here's an example: if I post a link to a website on Facebook, it it and and just give it a second, I can actually choose a preview image, I can actually change the wording, I can do a bunch of different things in Facebook. But if I post a link to something in Twitter you know, a, a blog post on Twitter, I get none of that. It's just, it's just my 140 characters or less, including the link to whatever I'm linking to. And then I hit send. Now the way that I have it set up, that just gets, you know, pulled right into Facebook and it has no preview image, no anything else. And so therefore when people see a bunch of stuff in their newsfeed, there's no image preview or thumbnail that's going to call people's attention to it. And so therefore automatically, I assume I'm going to get less engagement. Right. Yeah. And that that's kind of a given. That's that's that has more to do with I believe what this is talking about is showing up in the top news or the oh what's it called? I'm going to check real quick. I don't know. They change you, it all the how, time. When you yeah. When you go to the when you go just to the Facebook feed, the raw Facebook feed itself. Why is this taking forever? And okay, top news and most recent and and it by default, it selects top news, which means that the most interacted with stuff is what shows there. Right. Well, depending upon where it's coming from, they're saying that that will make a difference whether it gets seen in the top news or not. Hmm. So, so we, but we don't have any real conclusion. They, they're just saying that it seems right. like... Well, the, the other piece... Yeah, here's the other thing. Um, what you were just talking about, yeah, it's it's a, kind of a separate issue where if you don't, and this is why, if I were to schedule something to, and this is what I'm hoping Buffer App will allow us to do, if I schedule Facebook posts to go out at specific opportune, most opportune times on Facebook, and I'm using Hootsuite, Hootsuite will let you do all of what you just talked about uh, the difference between just posting a link to something versus posting the, the link the and having it give you the preview and all that. Cause you want it to look 
you know, visually appealing and catch someone's eye as they're scrolling through their Facebook feed. Right. So, so Hootsuite will allow you to mimic what you could do on Facebook. Right. But the thing is, is so, so, so that the question then comes down to the one issue of because this is actually initiating from Hootsuite is Facebook discriminating against this traffic and saying, you know what, in our algorithm, we're either not going to put it there or we're actually going to put less of these there than if you actually did it on our service. Totally. Right. And, and my question here, and, and so then I think you can tie both those questions together. If you look, well, you and I have the infographic if, if we have the email, I, I've got it pulled up right now. There's an infographic that has a big Hootsuite owl and, a, and his his wing is open and it gives the percentages and it says from Facebook, if you post it right on Facebook, you've got a 1.02% engagement ratio. So that's that. I mean, and that's still pretty low, but whatever. Hootsuite then is the next runner up and it's got a 0. 0.31. So it's less than half what just posting on Facebook would be. But my question is, did they differentiate between if someone scheduled something like, for example, here's the thing. If I schedule something to go to Twitter and Facebook and maybe multiple other places and I have them go all at once, to do that means to forego optimizing for Facebook. Right. And so if they grouped just everybody posting through Hootsuite to Facebook, then that doesn't mean necessarily that it's... Right. Uh, got it, that it's opti- as optimized for Facebook as Facebook itself is optimized for Facebook. Does that yeah. make sense? Abs- absolutely. And, and and see, that's what I'm thinking most people do is, you know, uh, and, and I can't speak for most people because I don't know most people, but I can tell you how right. I used it. When I, when I was doing, when I was using Hootsuite to post to multiple services and cha- choosing, or actually it was back when I was doing ping.fm, honestly. Uh, I, w- I was not syndicating my Twitter feed. I was actually posting separately to each of the services. And when I was using ping.fm and hello.txt. And when I was doing that, I would choose Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, you know, Plurk, you know, and all and all these other services all together. And of course, even if it gave me the option, it, it I would not get the option to choose the Facebook thumbnail because I wasn't doing just Facebook alone. I was just doing all j- exactly what you're saying. And so with that being said, the, this this uh, article says that the results were surprising. They found that the posting via one of the top 10 third-party APIs gave you an 80%, 88% fewer comments and likes compared to directly posting on Facebook yourself. And I, I just want to say that this, I just think this article is flawed in its, in its thinking. Unless they have something... So, so actually, they asked the question on Mashable. So, is Facebook deliberately downgrading third-party apps? And I don't think you can draw that conclusion. And until I, they yeah. give us any facts, I think it, I think this is a bogus story. Yeah, I don't think that you can directly correlate anything between what they're saying they found directly over to any kind of Facebook algorithm tie-in. Yeah. Now, I'll give you some I'll give you some social proof of what I what I think is going on here. I always syndicate my stuff out on from Twitter to Facebook and and LinkedIn and actually that's pretty much it. Um I I, I guess it still goes to Buzz, but I never check Buzz. So, the thing is though is I get eh, some engagement. You know, I I'm a, I am not a fan of the like button. Have I ever told you how I hate that like button? I, I, I think we've maybe covered it. 
I, I mean, the like button for me has damaged, I think, short little one-off little one-liner comments ban- banter back and forth yeah right you know matter of fact i find myself even succumbing to it myself like for example sometimes i'll be on another service and i don't really want to write a three or four word little piffy statement and so instead i just write ooh like and then hit enter and it's like i'm doing i'm doing this on another service other i'm, I'm uh-huh. you know it's like ooh like i don't have time to say anything right now but like you know, and, and so I, I sign in and I look at all, I, I get all these notifications it's like, you know, so-and-so, so-and-so and 13 other people liked your comment or your post. I'm like, and, and, and here's the thing. When I see that, I don't always go in and see exactly who those other 13 people are. And so those people aren't top of mind, but anybody who leaves a comment, I read it. I read it and I respond to most of them and, and stuff like that. And so I really I think the comment has decreased the value of Facebook and interacting with people because so many people just click like, you know, and and I mean, I, I don't I mean, still, I mean, a matter of fact, liking is good for my clout score, I guess. So I hope people will continue to like. But hey, how about like and then leave a little comment, you know, let's have some interaction back and forth. And uh, but anyway, so I, I syndicate a ton of my stuff out so it doesn't get all those previews. But you know what I did yesterday? I have not done this in forever. If you go, did you happen to see in your timeline a black and white photo that I posted on Facebook yesterday? I did. <gasps> you did? I did. It was of Stephanie and Sarah. Guess what? So did everybody else. Because here's the, here's the thing. You know, I, I can go on and, and, you know, occasionally I'll get one comment, two comments, three comments on something that is syndicated out from Twitter, you know, because they have no, they have zero thumbnails. But man, you put a thumbnail of a black and white image of Sarah and Stephanie and boom, it's in the newsfeed. But you know what? So is all my other stuff from Twitter. But there's a black and white photo. It's like, hey, I wonder what this photo is. They click on it, and then all of a sudden, like, 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 comment, 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 and all of a sudden, I'm getting a comment from somebody I haven't talked to in like seven years. You know, and, and it's like, wait a second. So I'm showing up in in the last seven years. This person has been a friend of mine on Facebook. She has seen countless number of status updates of mine in her Twitter feed, and has never commented once. But man, I put a picture. And boom, it generates a response. That does not tell me that Facebook is discriminating about the fact that I'm using the Twitter app to post to their service. It says that there's a <laughs> there's power in putting an image. Yeah, there is. So if there's anything to be said for this story, I say I think, you know what? When you want to share a YouTube video, maybe posting a link to the YouTube video in Twitter and then syndicating that out to Facebook is not going to get you as much engagement than if you went into Facebook and put the link to the YouTube video and then it shows up in your feed. Right. Because I find that those generate a lot. So you know what I'm doing right now? I am still syndicating all my stuff from Twitter and it goes out. But if I put a link to a YouTube video, I immediately sign into my profile. I delete that post and then I put a link to the YouTube video so that the actual video itself shows up in people's newsfeed. Yeah. I think, well, again, that's what I'm actually doing when I schedule Facebook posts through Hootsuite. I make sure the video shows up and then 
it actually it, it acts as a thumb it has a thumbnail there and you can click play right on Facebook when it when it actually posts. Yep. So again, that's why I think there's maybe a little bit of a differentiation between because Facebook, not Facebook, Hootsuite's the only one of these allegedly downgraded third-party management tools that has the highest behind Facebook. Well, I think it's because they're the only one that also lets you do that. Right. So. Yep. And I think they've just also added in all the times people have used Hootsuite to schedule something to Facebook and not optimized it. Exactly. So. Yep. And by the way, I'm looking at Ruthie Biting's picture right Oh, here. yes. Yes. And so you saw that too because I, yes. I, I commented on it and it's a picture. And of course, how can you not click on that a lovely, adoring little photo of, of Ruthie Biting? Which, by the way, congratulations to Chris and Emily. They had their daughter this past week. So It was yesterday. Was that yesterday? Wow. Yeah. And it was fast. I can only hope it goes fast. It was the first time I'd ever <laughs> seen somebody out there write that the water had broke and I felt jealousy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's something I didn't expect to have in today's episode. Exactly. That's great. Yeah, cause, I love cause it. we're hanging, we're hanging every day now. We're just like, Oh, come on. Anyway, that's funny. congratulations, Chris. Yes. That's just awesome. That is awesome. And if you guys go to, uh, is it, I wonder if he's facebook.com slash Chris biting. Mm, let's go back to Facebook here real quick. I wonder, no, I don't see it there. Let me just type in Chris biting and see it's what, biting just biting oh cool he is just biting okay b-e-i so facebook.com slash b-e-i-t-i-n-g if you want to go see the baby uh baby ruthie so congratulate the parents i'm glad they didn't have a boy i'm sure it would be uh it would have been steve jobs biting uh that's not so bad <laughs> Steve Jobs, somebody keeps telling me, you know, little, he keeps joking about how much I love Apple stuff. And he's like, tell me when Bono Wozniak Fisher gets here. I'm like, <laughs> that's not, that's not his name. <laughs> that is so funny. All right. So what else is going on? Uh, there's some other Facebook news, isn't there? Yeah. All so, right. oh, I just closed one. Dang it. <laughs> oh, what's this option to send less email? Can I turn that on? Let's do that. Let's talk about that. I got an email from them. Let me. Go to my inbox. Did I delete that? I may have because I don't like Facebook sending me email. Well, the thing is, <laughs> well, I, I do. That's I the do, thing. I do like I have it, but I would love a daily. Di- this is a daily digest option, right? Yeah, I think so. So, and I, I would do that. I would so do this because I get so many Facebook notices, and I'd rather just wait until the end of the day, and then the next morning I can just go and click on all of them. Yeah, I don't see the email here, but here I've got, it, I've says, got it. it. Says okay. No, go ahead. Do you have it? No, I don't. You go. Okay. Facebook has begun testing a new feature that lets active users uh, group their email notifications into summary emails. We're testing a feature for people who are very active on Facebook and receive a lot of email notifications from us. The company said in a post on its wall. Uh, I love it. on a post on its wall. <laughs> <laughs> I will provide new summary email and turn off most individual email notifications. If you want to turn them back on, there's a control in your account settings. The feature available to a small group of users in their account settings is ideal for users that receive dozens of daily friend requests or are frequent participants in Facebook conversations. A daily summary is something more users will be able to handle. What do you think of the new email notification system? Well, first and foremost, I'm going into my account settings to see if I have it. 
I, uh, let's see here. So where would that be under account settings? Maybe account settings, probably notifications and actually, uh, yeah. So then notifications control how much email you get from Facebook. Where do you, you see are that? currently receiving? It's in the, it just popped up and it's in the right hand side. Under, I clicked, I went to account, account settings uh-huh. and then I went to notifications on the left there under security. I went to notifications. Okay. And then you're seeing what? I see a pop-up and it says email frequency and it's checked. It says send me important updates and summary emails instead of individual notification emails. Okay. You are currently receiving only important updates and summary emails about stories you may have missed. You can uncheck the box to restore your original settings. So once again, Facebook has opted you in instead of allowing you to opt in yourself. Right. Well, it's not. A, at least it's not. <laughs> anyway, a pri- at least it's not a privacy. It's not a deal. privacy thing, but, but still. But um, here's the thing. I've I've got more than twenty notifications and 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 stuff like that, but I don't have the pop up. I don't have email frequency option yet. Yeah. So th- this has to to clarify. This has to do with only the email notifications that you receive, and not the little red dot. You know, two four six eight that shows up on your friend requests, your Who messages, appreciate? and your notifications. Yes, exactly. Facebook, Facebook. <laughs> we appreciate. <laughs> Sorry. No, I'm I'm eager to get that. So I'm gonna leave it. On. I'm gonna leave it on okay. to see how this works, and I may go through and I don't know if I need to edit anything to make it optimized or what, but send me important updates and summary emails. But see, it doesn't say what's what all is included in that. Yeah, that, whether I can pick and choose what's in the email or not, because I don't want to, or what groups of friends will get immediately right. sent. I don't want a huge group. Yeah, I mean, I want to. St- I, I actually want to still receive um, immediate notification. Yeah, like when your wife says, "We just had a baby." Oh wait, no, well, I would. You'd be, be there, there for that. Yeah. <laughs> so. No, I still want to receive notifications that are email um, when it comes to the Facebook messages because sometimes that's... Because it's like email. Some pe- Yeah, it's like email. And I can hit reply on the email it gives me and it'll respond. So You know, I, I, I'm going to jump, I'm gonna jump way out on a limb and do this thing that you should never do and make an assumption. And I'm going right. to say that, the, that a Facebook message would not be included in the summary because it is a message and not a notification. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, that that would be my assumption. I think notifications is, hey, so-and-so just liked you. So-and-so just left a comment. So-and-so just tagged you in a photo. So-and-so just did this. Those, I think, are what's going to be in a summary. Whereas if you get a message, if somebody met Facebook messages you, I think that you're still going to get that instantaneously no matter what. But then again, yeah. that that's making an assumption. I don't I don't know that to be true, and so I just want to put that out there that I don't know that to be true. Anyway, Facebook revamps friend friend list. Uh, I saw this. I didn't care about it, but <laughs> did you? I'm not, I'm one of the people who didn't necessarily think that it was a hassle to create or manage Facebook friend lists. So when people were like, ooh, Google circles, I was just like, well, it's easier, but it's still time consuming. You still need to sit and do the work. Right. You know, so, but them to revamp this, I I, I don't necessarily think that it's any, well, 
I could be jumping the gun on this, but I just don't think it's a huge change. I think it's a good change. I think it helps, but I don't think that it is a game changer for them by any means. I have three or four groups, like grouped friends. So that friend lists, you know, friend lists. Yeah. So that I could, uh, you know, follow just certain people like, like, for example, when I go, when I click on my Facebook, um, shortcut in my, or bookmark or whatever you want to call that thing. When I click on that, it doesn't, I, it used to take me just to my home profile, but I don't do that anymore. I actually take it to my newsfeed, but it's a newsfeed of just a certain group or friend list. That's a good idea. And and so that's what I do. I never see the raw feed because I follow too many people. Um, but I do see what's going on with family and friends who I've managed to add into this group. And the thing is, though, is there, there are some people that I connect with that I should be adding to that group, but I never do because, to be honest with you, it is kind of a pain. It, it's not it's not it's not overly difficult, but it's just a pain to actually navigate through. It's like, oh, where was that again? And where do I click? And how do I? I yeah, you know what? I don't have time for this right now. And that's always been it. So I wonder if this is going to change that and make it so much easier. So I, I didn't really get into the story to read it all, but anything that they can do to improve it, it's going to be welcome in my case. And that actually reminds me of a story that I did not throw in our show notes. Oh, what's that? Which I am sending you the link here through Skype. All right. And then I'm going to open it up and then I will add it to our show notes itself, which is that Facebook has announced a new subscribe button. Oh, yeah. I heard about this. And it ties right into this whole friend list thing. So basically, it's got three main functions. One is you can choose exactly what you see from people in their news, in your news feed. Okay. So what this means is that you can already view updates from your friends in in your news feed, but by using this new button, by subscribing to them, you can subscribe to just certain aspects of that person. Okay. In other words, if there's somebody who goes crazy checking into Foursquare and posts everything on there on their location stuff, you can uncheck that and never see that stuff from them. When you subscribe to them now, can this, is this only for people you're not friends with? It it can be for both. I mean, I think that. Well, I think if you're a friend, you would turn off certain things from them too. Um, and the other, that's one of the other things is you can subscribe to people who aren't your friends. So, in other words, you don't. You can be not their friend, much like on Twitter. They don't have to follow you back. In other words, be your friend on Facebook but you can still follow what they're doing right by subscribing to them. Is this turned on already? I don't think it is. I didn't see it. Okay. Cuz I haven't visited anybody's profile that I'm not following. Well, that that's it. I mean I'm so, I'm, I'm looking here. I'm, I well, you know what I'll do is I'll see if I can find somebody in your friend list that I'm not following. So, I'm going, uh, I'm going to Bethany Marmalello or Okay. And uh so I, I, well, she you know what? And I think I read that this only does people who publicly share their information okay so it looks like bethany's a young girl so um troy yeager and you know what? i don't know anybody does anybody have public profiles on facebook i don't know i mean i'm having a hard time finding one out of your out of the people you follow yeah yeah actually no okay tim and beverly chambers okay okay theirs is not private and so i don't see the subscribe button yet so this yeah, must so not, be not be active yet, yet. Okay. 
Interesting. But what this does do is that you could set up certain aspects of your profile that much like Google Plus, I know people are going to be saying, but you can allow certain updates of yours to be fully public if you want them to be and have them be what would show up if someone subscribed to you but wasn't your friend. Gotcha. So it gives you that option. Very cool. So, you know, to have that as an option, that's cool. To have all these things as options because options are good. Options are good. Anyway, I think we should probably just uh, start to wrap things up here. What do you think? Sounds good. We're about 45 minutes into this, and uh, I think we have uh, given people a lot to think about and to consume and uh, think about how they're going to change things. Of course, we do want to hear if you have purchased Flow Rida's Good Feeling song because it's worth it. And this song so is not like that. <laughs> I would love to have... What, you know what? I would love to be able to use that song as like a theme song for one of our podcasts. Yeah. That's, okay. I don't think that'll ever happen. Uh, somebody in the chat room just said they went to Leo Laporte's and he has the option of subscribing to him. Oh. So really? There you go. So I wonder what his link is is it facebook.com slash leo laporte it may be i have not checked i'm gonna check it out and uh you know what i don't know we'll we'll, t- we'll talk more about this stuff the next time folks thank you for tuning into another episode of social media serenity uh you can follow eric over at twitter.com uh, slash eric with the k the letter j f-i-s-h-e-r look out for baby news coming soon 